know the Chargers and the Chiefs are going to play a fun football game. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The third time tonight the Chargers have gone for it on fourth down and not made it. It's been a long time since Kelsey's had one of his buck 50 dominating games. Kelsey at the 10-5 touchdown! Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah, NBC News political correspondent Steve Kornacki, inspiration for the film American Underdog, Kurt and Brenda Warner. Coming up, Viking safety Harrison Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. What an incredible game last night on Thursday Night Football. Felt like a playoff game. And the Chiefs doing Chiefs things in 2021 that we've seen in 2019 and 2018 and 2020, which is put the pedal to the metal offensively, do enough defensively to win a football game. The Los Angeles Chargers punted once last night, once. And it was the only time they punted was the only drive that they were ready to settle for three. (laughs) Think about that. Every drive last night, they were going for it on every single fourth down that was right in front of them. Every single one of them that was right in front of them, they they went for it, including one they made in the drive that they they went all the way down the field after the Chiefs went for it on fourth down inside the Los Angeles five, and Mahomes threw one like he was throwing it with his feet with what appeared to be a surefire touchdown. Chargers get the ball, march all the way down the field, went for it on fourth down in the red zone, got it, actually made the fourth to get inside the five in which they went for it on third down and fumbled it. Only to get the ball back because Mahomes had a tip pass interception a couple snaps later. Then Austin Eckler scored it. First play for the Chargers all night there. 12th inside the opponent's five-yard line. First one that resulted in points. The only time the Chargers were ready to kick a field goal from jump, we're ready, like, we are happy if this drive ends with three, was the one in which they were forced to punt, and we all know that was the one in which they could have won it with no time left, kick a field goal, go and finally win a football game against the Chiefs at home. They've now lost eight in a row to Kansas City on their home turf. They're now two behind the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC West with three to go. And even with the Chargers taking on the Texans next week, it appears that the AFC West and their ability to print a home playoff ticket is sayonara. But when making the playoffs, that is absolutely in the cards for them. And then you can go on a run. We'll see what happens. Do you have to go visit Tennessee? Do you have to go visit Baltimore? Do you have to go visit New England or Kansas City? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are teams you're going to have to beat. Teams that have already beaten you as well on your home turf. Kansas City has, New England has. They went to Baltimore and got their, as Marshall Falk said, their quarterback, Herbert, got turned into a bear <laughs> by the Ravens' defense that does not have Marlon Humphreys this time around and may not have Lamar Jackson on offense this week against Green Bay. So perhaps they have to go to Cleveland, Cincinnati, who they've already beaten in the jungle. As for Cleveland, state of affairs in 2021, December 2021, man, in the uh, NFL world, in the sports world, where the NBA um, canceled not one, postponed not one, but two Bulls games this week due to COVID-19. And tonight's Celtics-Warriors game in Boston will be without Uh, Al Horford and the dynamic shooting guard, point guard on occasion, Jordan Poole. Lakers T-Wolves tonight, no Anthony Edwards. Because of that. And he was dynamite this week. How good is he? But this state affairs right now uh, in the NFL, real time, everybody's reporting on the buses in Las Vegas that are slated to take the Raiders, I guess, to McCarran Airport, where Serrano once famously took the discs. (laughs) <laughs> um, and and so Famous. I guess well, or infamously, yeah, I mean, depending it did, on your point it didn't of view, work out well for Serrano. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. No, I mean, you know what I'm saying you, well, you shouldn't have taken the discs. Um, all eyes on whether the Raiders get on those buses to go to Cleveland for tomorrow's football game in Cleveland, Ohio, 
where uh, Cleveland has been ravaged by COVID-19. It's slated. Big Nick Mullins is slated to get the start if that game is going to go off as scheduled. You got any update on that, Chris? Because everybody's tweeting. Schefter's last tweet is some Raiders have been told to stand down and not get on the bus. Yeah, Schefter from a minute ago, uh, the league and the Players Association discussing postponing multiple Week 15 games. Seahawks also included on that. They're playing the Rams. Uh, As one source said, the league is getting pressure to move games. I mean, the pressure to move games has got to be from all these teams. Like, we're going to play 14 weeks of a season, and now this is going to happen? Like, I know the league doesn't want to do it, but... Yeah, Jeremy Fowler uh, saying that the Raiders have been fighting moving this game, believing that protocols over the summer were clear that teams with outbreaks would have to forfeit. Well, teams with outbreaks would have to forfeit if it was discovered that the outbreak came from unvaccinated people bringing community spread into the building. Right, like breaching protocol, essentially. Like if if there were multiple unvaccinated players on a team that brought community, that brought it in from the... And trust me, they they can test for this sort of thing and figure out who got it and how it's being brought in, and they can test if it's Delta or Omicron or Beta or whatever the hell it is. You know, they could figure that out. But I understand the Raiders are like, hey, you know, we came up with these rules, and now here are the rules. Right. We don't have an outbreak, yeah. so. Well, I mean, I guess it's not a week in the NFL unless the Raiders feel that the league's treating them unfairly, so. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm. So I would keep an eye on, uh, we'll keep you updated here the rest of the Tight hour. spot. So a lot, a, lot, a lot going on. Personally, I think they should push it. They should push it. They should push them. Push these games. I, I, you know, we've come too far, and the, the we can we can be we can be um, creative enough. Yeah, the games in question, obviously, uh, Las Vegas, Cleveland tomorrow, Seattle, Los Angeles, Rams, and Philly, Washington. Those, those are the three most those are affected. The three most affected games. Okay. Let's play what's more likely. Is that what you're calling it now, right? What's more likely? At what point of this bit do I stop acting like I don't know the name of this? Uh, Never. I think this is good. First you, couple of times, like I for, did forget what well, we were yeah, branding well, this well, new well, segment where so you simple. give me two it's scenarios and I more. tell you what's more likely. And then, you know, what we, haven't, what we don't do is we don't revisit the following week to see if my crystal ball was right. Yeah. It's in the past, Rich. It's in the past. We just yep. move on. We're, we're on to Buffalo. Well, I had Let one from yesterday. Work. Chiefs win a low-scoring defensive game or Chargers win a shootout. Neither happened. Chiefs won the shootout. They did. They did. When the Chargers should have been the ones to shootout well, Chiefs. Funny, so, so what were the choices? Yesterday I had one. Chiefs win a low-scoring defensive game. Right. I said that wasn't going to happen. Chargers win a shootout. Well, the interesting thing is the Chiefs won a shootout after the Chargers almost won a close defensive game. Yep, that's true. It was 14-13 for a very long time. It was. It was. It was. And then fourth quarter. I think I do think I, I did see Big Cat lamenting taking the over. In that well, the game, over right? moved a lot. I, did the over, the over eventually had a hit, right? Uh, over hit. Over hit. There were 62 total points. Uh, it went from 50 earlier in the week. But it was 27 combined late. Closed at 54. The line moved a lot. A lot of money on the yeah, over. If you needed a lot of points, all these snaps from inside the five-yard line that they resulted in none. It was not helping. And I imagine somebody who is wagering on that sort of thing who loses their mind because that's what wagering does to somebody how to be flipping out thinking that this one's got a result to score at least. Yeah, at least we'll get seven points here. No. Okay. No. Uh, what's more likely, everybody? Let's play it. Go for it. What's more likely? Never say never, but never. I like that's it. That's actually one of my favorite. You know what? I, I just think that the uh, – the, uh, uh, production value on the Rich Eisen show is something to behold. I like that. It really is impressive. We're really putting our best foot forward. <laughs> what do you got over there, okay, Chris? Okay, first one, uh, big game tomorrow. Looks like it might be the only game played tomorrow. Uh, Colts, Patriots, huge game. What's more likely, more Jonathan Taylor carries or Mac Jones pass attempts? Oh, I think it's Jonathan Taylor carries. Okay. Don't you? Well, before you say that, Rich... Well, take away take away the three pass. Games. So it's not touches, it's carries. Carries, rush attempts. Okay. Take away the three pass game. That's eh, not going to happen again. Mac Jones in his last few games, 32, 26, 23 pass attempts. Oh. 
Okay. What do you got for me for Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor rush attempts in that same span. Okay, guys. 32-16, 32-21-19. Not even. I think I'll still go Jonathan Taylor just for you know what's and giggles. Go for it. Jonathan Taylor, more carries. I'm running this down. I like it. Okay. All right. Next up, guys. AFC North. Mm-hmm. Home dog. Most likely to pull an upset. Steelers or Ravens? What's more likely? No, I think the line Steelers has moved a little playing. bit. Steelers, Steelers and Titans is even now. Yes. They were a dog yesterday. Yes. And yes. the Ravens yes. are a dog to the Green Bay Packers. With Lamar kind of questioning. I'll take the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers. Yeah. I don't know, man. I keep going down on the Steelers' ship. <laughs> I keep on thinking they're going to do it, and they kind of don't. So, um, I'll take the Steelers. Steelers at home. Last time we saw them, Ravens game looked really good. Then last time we saw them, Vikings game, short week, down 29-0, almost won it. Harrison Smith slated to join us in about a half an hour. So, okay. I'll take that one. Okay. Steelers, home dog, writing those three words down. And I need to make sure that I need to entitle this, what's more likely... What's more Week likely? 15, yeah, just in case likely. anyone from the NFL sees my notes with the word Steelers home dog written down. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Okay, next one. Yes. A stats one for you guys. Yes. Okay? yes. Two of the best in the business in the National Football League right now, Cooper Cup and Tom Brady. What's more likely? Cooper Cup. This game will be played. just a matter of when. Yeah. Nine plus catches with multiple TDs or Tom Brady 300 plus yards. With three plus TDs. So, Cup, nine or more receptions with multiple touchdowns against the Seahawks. Yep. This is very specific. Is this very is specific? This, is this have something to do with what's in Las Vegas, Nevada, where the Raiders may or may not be getting on a plane? May, may, maybe. I don't know. Cooper Cup has had nine plus catches in three of his last five games. Yes. Hasn't had multiple touchdowns, however, since October oh, okay. 24th. Tom Brady, okay. Tom Brady, last time he played the Saints, a loss on Halloween. However, 375 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, I'll go Brady. I'm going to go Brady. Cooper Cup's been a monster. 300 plus, three TDs plus. He's been, he's the he's the MVP of the year. Sorry. Mahomes didn't put his name in the hat last night? No. Really? Yeah, he's not consistent enough all year long. No way. Chiefs, no chance. Chiefs win out one seed? No, thank Mahomes you. Mahomes doesn't win MVP? No, he does not. Wow, you're crazy. And that was my preseason favorite, as a matter of fact. The 12s, brother. Who's been more consistent all year long? The 12s. Please. All right, last one for you, TJ. All right. Dak Prescott, multiple TD passes, or Micah Parsons, multiple sacks? Oh, there's oh. no question about Dude, I, I, I feel both of these are going to happen, but but he tells me I can't choose both or neither. Those aren't choices. <laughs> yeah, I, said, I feel so, like both. Oh, but Mike Dak, apart- Dak hasn't thrown multiple TDs in a game since Thanksgiving. Dude, Ooh. let me take this. You, you can have it because you know, I'm, too, take I'm too biased to answer let this. Let me take so this. this let me take this. I feel like it's a bold prediction. Hold on a second. Get the board. Oh, uh, he's reaching oh, for whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, he's whoa, getting whoa, the board. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Stand okay. back. Multiple is two, right? Multiple yeah. is two. At the very least, it's two. Two, right? two, it's two, two, two. Micah Parsons will have four sacks. Oh! Four. Four. Woo! He's coming for the Giants offensive line this weekend? He's coming right? for Glennon's neck. Oh, yeah. Glennon is standing back I'll there. I'll take the over. Knock on wood if you're with me. I actually have wood I'll in my hands. Take the over. Dude, four. Wow. What's more likely? Four. Should I have done three and three? Uh, no, two and two is not bad. You know, a little love connection. But I, I, have, and I, have, I have one of those with uh, with uh, Micah Parsons right now. Wow. Four. He's gonna just eat. Let's hope I so. mean, it's gonna be like it's gonna be it, it, it's gonna be like that diner in Easy Money. It might close down for one hour of the twenty-four. <laughs> just to clean, the kitchen. Just to clean the kitchen. All <laughs> night eating, all Change day, all night eating, with fire. the exception of one hour. Gonna dump the trash. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Micah Parsons, man. Show me my opponent. Oh yeah. 
There you go. All right, what's more like? All right, what's more like? I like that. It's good stuff. Uh, Let us take a break and TJ's big ass grab bag and Chris Brockman's sneaky good games. Let's do that. Let's do that as Harrison Smith is slated to join us to help us wrap up our show here on this busy Friday. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay, everybody, it's a Friday. TJ Jefferson's yes. top five, Let's otherwise known as his big-ass grab bag. Go for it over there, TJ Jefferson. You know, like we always do at this time, DJ Mikey D. Hit the music. Yes, indeed. Kaboom. Guess who stepped in the room? TJ here. Listen, Steph Curry cemented his situation and his status as the greatest shooter of all time this week. Correct. All right. So I was going to do TJ's top five shooters. But then I thought, how interesting is that going to be? It's going to be Steph. It's going to be Ray. It's going to be Reggie. Blah, blah, blah. Tried to think outside the box. So instead, I went with movies. Who are some of my favorite movie hoopers? Oh, okay. Guys who, like, if I had to put money on, if I needed a shot made, who would I look to to make the shot? So this is TJ's top five movie sharpshooters. Now, coming at number five, thinking outside the box here. You guys ever see the Tom Cruise movie Cocktail? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so you know about the hippie hippie shake and, and, you know, and Mm. the bartending stuff, but one scene that I think doesn't get a lot of recognition is Cruise, as Brian Brian Flanagan's playing pickup ball, right? And he's with uh, Doug Coughlin, the other bartender, and Coughlin's trying to get in his head, talking about his girl that he just met, how she's for the streets and this and that. All the while, Flanagan's just hitting jumper after jumper after jumper. Nobody picked up on Cruz's skills. He hits nine, or I'm sorry, seven shots in a row, including a Kareem-like skyhook from three, and he turned his back to the basket and shot over his head and dropped that. He won money, he dealt with the trash talk, and he made all his shots. Brian Flanagan's coming in at number five. You wouldn't (laughs) necessarily put him there, but I am. I'm putting him in there. He's like, you owe me 50 bucks. Right? (laughs) Exactly, bro. But I knew you felt me on that. Coming in at number four, this guy, I always say that it starts with the feet, and I think Dion said that, right? If you feel good from your feet up, then you're going to play well. Well, this dude got himself a pair of sneakers and then went on to ball. And that is my man, Calvin 
Cambridge. Yeah. I'm like Mike. I'm like Mike. Now, here's the deal. What yes. this does is also gets our guy yes. rich residual money. Yes. So that's another reason. Wow. Yeah, but Calvin, look, yes. he's short. Yeah, he's Muggsy Bogues level the, short. But you put him on the play, court, man. he can't be stopped. Yes. The only way to stop him is if you hide his sneakers. Yes. But if you have some protection for those shoes, Calvin's going to put 35 up on you like he did for the no LA doubt. Knights every night. Calvin Cambridge coming in at number four. All right, who do I got number three? Okay, number three, pure talent, fatal flaw. If you ever seen the movie Above the Rim, then you'll oh, know yeah. that, that what this is about. Thomas Shepard. Okay, Shep was a, a high school legend, but then one of his buddies, Nutso, had like a really weird accident where he fell off of a roof, and that's it. Shep's high school career was over. He moved out of New York, moved to Florida, but then he came back as an adult to help his brother in a summer league game. And Shep, let me tell you, he was so good at shooting that he stopped using a ball. Like, if you watch the Above the Rim, oh, yeah. he's practicing. He's, he doesn't out, even have a rock no in his hand, man. Outside. He doesn't need it. He's just working <laughs> on his form. That's how good Shep is. Thomas Shepard, he's a sharp shooter I want shooting for me. He's coming in at number three. All right. Coming in at number two, this guy, he's a former college star. But more importantly, right now, he's a street baller and a hustler. You see, what he does is he goes around from park to park, and people look at him and think, eh, this guy's probably a mark. Give and then what he chump. does is he's a chump, right? You think he's a chump. You think he's a, a goofy dude, right? And he was, as the Stooky brother says, he was a goofy mofo, but he could score. And that is Billy Hoyle Billy from Hoyle. White Man uh, Can't Jump. The only thing he can't do is dunk, but he is a sharpshooter, and he will adjust his shot five to six inches depending upon if the wind is blowing just right. Billy Ho, he's the guy I want at number two. And coming in at number there's one. There's only one answer here, DJ. There's only one answer. And when I need something done right, I look up to the guy above and I say, Jesus, can you help me? And that's Jesus Shovelsworth. No, that's go. Jesus Shovelsworth. No. He got game. And I'm telling no. you this, Jesus, and let me explain something to you why. He could have went pro. He could have went to overseas and, took, and been LaMelo before LaMelo. But no, he decided to go to big state, right? And as we all know, if you saw the movie, whether it come to hitting twos or threes, nobody did it better than Jesus Shuttlesworth, okay? And that, that is it. That is Why TJ's top five. So I'm just like saying, if it were twos or threes, oh my God. Jesus is your man. So look, and I'm sorry, Rich, I haven't watched Hoosiers in a long time. That's why Jimmy Chitwood, unfortunately, did Jimmy not Chitwood make the list. Jimmy Chitwood is the only correct um, answer for number one. Plus, I don't one. know if, if shooting in up the picket fence in Hickory, Indiana, uh, I, I, will it's keep offensive. Them, it's offensive. I don't know. It's offensive. It's offensive. But you know, but that's you my top five. It's his top five. It's, it's his top yours. five. Rich, not, I'll make it. I understand you'll make it. I'll and make it. You know what? Uh, the only way <laughs> that the top five can continue on is if coach stays. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, it's offensive, but you also forgot. I mean, if you're talking about twos or threes, if you're just talking about a bucket, a bucket that you need to make sure that the play that you are calling is. A basket scored. Yep. Who's that? Okay. Neon Boudot. Ne yeah, but th I'm from talking sharpshooters, though. Neon from Blue Chips. Yes. Neon Bordeaux was Not the man. to be stopped. Ricky Rowe, though, could have been on that Ricky list. Ricky Rowe could have been on that list. Neon probably wouldn't. I'm list. talking sharpshooters. Uh, no, but you're saying it just if it's a two or a three. I mean, yeah, if you're true. inside the arc. Trust me, Neon, Neon was good. I'm a big Blue Chips fan, so Neon, Ricky Rowe. They were they were. And up unfortunately, there. Jimmy Chitwood played at a time where there were no three point shots. Yeah, uh, like like Pistol Pete, he would average forty a game. All right, Rich. Breaking news. Yes. Uh, Raiders Browns, according to Justina Anderson, postponed to Monday. Per league source, Raiders oh, Browns okay. is now Monday. Uh, Adam Schefter saying NFL discussing switching Seahawks Rams to, to Tuesday. Well, Tuesday is an open possibility for them because. You know, Sunday from Tuesday, which is when the next Rams games are. Let me see. Let's just go through this here. Let's go through this here. Oh, boy. Is he on the line right now? We're calling him right now? Is he in right now? We can just take him right now. Fantastic. Okay, let's do it. Um, thank you for that information. Uh, greatly appreciate that. Um, Chris Brockman, because we'll take a look at that and get your sneaky good games as well ready. We're ready. For later on. We're scrambling Jets here. We're scrambling Jets. But that's the way we roll. Standing by. But a great uh, big-ass grab bag, Thank you. TJ. Thank you. That's Thank one of your finest. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, you like the, and, you like the cocktail reference, Brock. And, and not just because cocktail one bag. of your sharpshooters that you wanted uh, is terrific in his own rights, 
because of the shoes. I understand yeah. that. Uh, and it did lead to a beautiful father-son relationship eventually between Morris Chetna, yeah. Chestnut and Lil Bow Wow. Because you know that's what makes a good sports movie is those types of relationships. Yeah, for sure. But it puts a little change in my pocket. Because <laughs> when somebody... Because when somebody sits in from Serbia, right, <laughs> and sits down and watches... Uh, like Mike. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's all good. You get 38 yeah. cents. We get one of those okay. checks, you know what I'm saying? So, all right, so um, let's... Because uh, Harrison Smith has just come he's off not the on. practice He's just field. walking off the field. Yeah, okay, yeah. so he's coming now, or do we take a break? Is this Okay, very good. I greatly appreciate us all walking through that. So, what? in the meantime, the Seattle Seahawks' next game... Okay, they're on schedule, so it's a Sunday to Sunday... So you'd move the Tuesday to Sunday of the Rams and the Seahawks, and they would still play the Chicago Bears a day after Christmas. And the Rams, uh, the same thing. Oh. And uh, an interesting thing is if they don't have to move the game, that would be of interest to the man who's sitting right here on our, on our, uh, our phone line right now, on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, because the Vikings would take on the Rams the day after Christmas at home, and they've got a big game against the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football in Chicago. And that is going to wrap up a wild week 15. Normally it would, unless there is a game on Tuesday. It's a crazy world we're living in. And one of the finest at his positions. Last time we saw him on the field, he was knocking a ball loose to preserve a, a victory for the Minnesota Vikings. The uh, all-pro safety and defensive back, Harrison Smith, here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Harrison? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Rich. Thanks for going. Uh, how is everything in, in the Vikings world, in this crazy COVID-19 world? Have things changed around there for the team what's going on there for you uh the protocols have, have just been kind of enhanced um like they are around the league so um you know trying to keep keep the meetings virtual and um uh, you know the contact uh limited mm-hmm. and, uh, masks and everything just like everybody else okay so um walk me through your um your guys season in terms of where you feel you are and where you have been, Harrison? I know that's a very wide-open question, but the the Vikings are a team that could be a one-seed right now based on all the games that you had wrapped seemingly or were in uh, as opposed to where you are right now, Harrison. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely the wildest I've been a part of as, as far as uh, close games go. You know, you, you, you kind of talk about it every year. Everyone talks about it's one play here or there, but – this has been uh, definitely the the most uh, kind of aggressive version of that. Every game is field goal, touchdown at the end, something. Um, so yeah, you can look at it and say we could we could have done this, we could have done that. But you are who you are. We're six and seven, and we still still have what we want in front of us. So we're uh, still in control of that. Do you have any conversations at all about closing games, like specifically? And if so, what, how, how, how do you have a conversation about that yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, we do. And, um, you know, one place we struggled on, on defense this year is, is uh, two minute, whether it's into the first half, into the second half. And, you know, that's what a lot of games come down to. A uh, team that scores normally wins, team that doesn't play great defense doesn't. Um, so that's that's one thing we've we've talked about, and the scenarios are different every week. It's not just just one conversation. Um, you know, the time is always a factor. The timeouts, are you up? Are you up a field goal? Or are you up a touchdown? So there's always some things that can change, and are always different every week. Um, we're just trying to uh, correct that aspect from a defensive standpoint. Well, what is it? Is it a communication thing? Is that what you discuss? Is that what it is? You... That's part of it. Okay. It's it's it's, it's everything. It's uh, you know that's why that's why football's uh, such a good good game to watch. Um, so much goes into it: the gameplay, the players. Um, you know, like I said, all all the, the the timeouts and formations and checks and all those things. So uh, communication, I would say, is is always at the top of the list. Yeah, because again, like it's not your choice when to call timeouts. You know what I mean? Like, so obviously you can't control all of that. And well, I don't mean I don't mean just calling them though. I mean right. like how many does the offense have left? Right. How many do we have left? Um, what, you know, where's the ball? Uh, how's the flow of the game going? All that stuff. Right, I, and that's why I'm trying to just drill down to something concrete that you say, okay, we fix that, we fix that, and we can fix our issues, but. That that's you know why I'm I'm wondering if it's a communication like if if they're quick snapping you and you guys might not be set because there's X Y and Z going on. That's I guess the way I'm trying to game it out with you here, Harrison. 
you know? Yeah, there's just that might happen one time, and then there might be another issue that happens right. another time. That's, that's how the game goes. Well, I guess the last two-second defense was pretty damn good from you this last time out. <laughs> you, kind of, <laughs> you kind of got that one all worked out. Uh, walk me through that last play that kind of saved the day uh, for your team that was up 29 nothing before all that, Harrison. Yeah, um, obviously, like, in, in this instance, we know that time is no longer – doesn't really exist anymore. It's one play, no matter what. Um, so really, in, in that scenario, just kind of reading the quarterback and um, kind of knowing knowing where he might go with it. Um, and then and then Xavier Woods on the other side had a good break as well and kind of didn't let the tight end kind of fall away. So um, kind of both had a bang bang on the ball and they got it out. Well, who's the toughest quarterback to read, Harrison, in the NFL for you? Man, there's a lot of good ones. Ben Ben uh had a great second half against us and he was he was um you know looking looking us off on the back end and stuff like that, making great throws. It's it it's always easy for me to, to go with Rogers because see him twice a year. And, right. Um I, I wouldn't say anyone's better than he is at that. Um there's a lot of good guys around the league, but he's uh it's pretty top shelf. Stafford threw a Stafford threw a no look on me last year. Um <laughs> Which, like, you, people probably didn't even see on TV, but, like, right after the play, I was like, man, that was, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it up sometimes, right? You got to give it yeah, up I mean, sometimes. They're, they're, they're good. They're good. What are you going to do? Well, you're the one that they circle more often than not, Harrison. So, uh, hearing it from you is is obviously uh, a big-time kudo. But So, what does Rodgers do? Like, what do these guys do? They're, they're, they're staring at somebody they have no intention of throwing it to, and you're, it's your job to not take that bait or know that, uh, that these are guys who would never stare at a receiver? That's, I'm, like, how do you game it when you see that stuff for you? Well, Sometimes they'll throw right where they're looking, and sometimes they're setting you up. Um, some of it's pre-snap. Um, you know, I kind of move around a lot pre-snap and try to try to make it a little tougher on on them and the offensive line with protections and things sometimes. And um, you know, so some of that is uh, a pre-snap pre-snap game, uh, which is which is kind of fun. Um, and then once once the play starts, yeah, there's only so much time. You know, you got the D line rushing and things can fall apart so there's only so much time they can look you off but uh these guys are very good at it well i mean i don't mean for, for you to give up your trade secrets even though i guess i was just asking for a couple this week though you're taking on a kid uh who has an incredible amount of talent certainly when he escapes the pocket certainly when maybe he he can um run some uh, play action your way uh what about justin fields this week for you harrison smith what about this kid yeah like you mentioned, he's he's a young guy. Um, he's extremely talented. Um, can can extend plays with his legs and and has a big arm. Um, obviously, he doesn't have a ton of reps in the NFL. Um, so, you know, whenever you go against a young guy, you obviously want to make it tough on him. But there's a reason he's there. There's a reason he was drafted. So, you know, we understand the uh, the ability he brings to the table. Harrison Smith, uh, Pro Bowler, All Pro, right here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Minnesota Vikings. I'll just ask you point blank. You know, it's not your first rodeo here on the program, and you know, I I I, I I'll just ask you straight out. Uh, do you think you're playing for Mike Zimmer's job? Do you guys feel that way in your locker room right now, Harrison? Um, I don't know from like a consensus standpoint, but you know. It's kind of the reality um, pretty much every year. Every player is playing for their job. Uh, even if you sign you sign a new deal or whatever, like we all know how it really is in the NFL. There's, they're not – we don't have guaranteed contracts. It only takes a year or two for you to be out. Um, so everyone's always playing for their job. Everyone's always coaching for their job. So that um, – yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. And in terms of your playoff spot, do you feel like every game is your playoff spot and positioning's on the line at the very least for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is it. I and mean, this is a big game, man, for sure. Before I let you go, Harrison Smith, um, before I let you go, what would you think of Brian Kelly 
leaving uh, your alma mater for LSU. What do you think of that? Man, I bet you liked that, didn't you? Well, you know. Coming um, from the Michigan guy. Yeah, I'm just asking uh, because (laughs) part of, you know, this is my world right now. You're paying rent in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's great, you know. Um, Yeah. But, you know, it it did, it did, you know, I I, I do like Marcus Freeman and what he uh, is appearing to bring to the table, but I'm just wondering what it was for you uh, to watch Brian Kelly go to another school. What'd you think of that one? I, yeah, I was I was surprised. Um, I would have been surprised if you know any coach leaving a a big time program for another big time program like in in you know what seems to be you know he's doing well. He didn't get fired or anything. It's just you don't see that a lot. Although mm-hmm. we've seen it this year a couple times. Um, so it was surprising, but um, you never know what people's you know, personal goals are and stuff. So. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any ill will towards him. I okay. hope he does well down there. And I, I hope Freeman does well in uh, at Notre Dame. I, I was really hoping for somehow some type of Michigan Notre Dame matchup in the playoffs, but yeah, no, I for that one. No, I know. I know, Harrison. That that would have required, um, you know, either Cincinnati to have lost or or Georgia to have beaten Alabama. And the way it turned out is Michigan winning denied Notre Dame a seat at the table. Mm. Um, I'm just spitting facts now. Um, you know, I'm just a fact spitter right now. But uh, did, what did you think? Of, did, you, did you hear uh, Kelly address the, uh, the crowd at the basketball game in LSU? Did you, <laughs> did you see that one? I saw, I saw the highlight or the low light. <laughs> look at it. Um, yeah. He's trying to fit in, man. I mean, <laughs> he's, had, he's had success everywhere he's been. You I know, don't know about the accent, but. It'll be fine. I don't know. Maybe he was watching the water boy on the flight down, right? That, you know what? I've heard that. I've heard some guys in the locker room were talking about that. So <laughs> it, it worked in the water boy. It's, I don't know. People were screaming from the stands that he could do it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what was going on. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So what do you th- what do you think of the Wolverines? What what do you think when you watch college football? Harrison, um, you give me I, don't, I don't watch a ton, um, but I will okay. say I, I I enjoyed watching them play. Um, Ohio State. I thought they played with a lot of energy, and uh, I liked how their defense played. Uh, you don't you don't always see a ton of a ton of great defense in, on uh, in college games, but there's guys flying around there. So yeah. even though it's Michigan, and <laughs> I, you know, got some bad memories in Michigan, the big house. But, yeah. uh, it's okay. fun to watch. Though. It's okay. Everything's turned out. Everything's turned out fine, Harrison. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of the SEC dominance, so. Let's go, right? Uh, Let's go. I wouldn't mind seeing Michigan. Okay. Something. I don't know if I want to see him win at all, but <laughs> I don't know if you're probably quarter- a Cincinnati guy at this point. You know, did, did your quarterback? Did, I was about to say, does your quarterback feel the same way? Does he feel the same way? Wow. I, I, I imagine so. I imagine he would not want you to even. Is he rooting for the Big Ten? Yeah. Come on now, he's got to be at least rooting for the Big I don't Ten. Know, he might be. He's a, he's a Big Ten guy. He might. He might. You know, put his sparty ways aside for you. Okay. I'll ask him when I leave. Yeah, tell him I said hi, will you? Tell him I said hello. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> and anybody else from Ohio State or Iowa, I'm literally I'm literally writing checks right now, and it's amazing. I'm talking with my chest. <laughs> my guys here are very proud be, of me. You got to be careful. The, about what? <laughs> this is house money now. I should go to Vegas. This is amazing. This is house money now, Harrison. You know how it works. This is great. This is what happened, this is what happened with Notre Dame. They went, they went to the playoffs and – didn't have their best showings, right. and then people are like, "Notre Dame never belongs again." So, right. oh. Samuel, I don't feel that going way. down that road. I don't. I don't feel that way. All I know is I'm greatly appreciative of you being here, and uh, happy holidays to you and your family. <laughs> <laughs> happy holidays! Thanks for having me on. Take care, Harrison. <laughs> you take care, Harrison Smith. Everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. Why I found it funny. I was wishing him a happy holidays to him and his family. Family. <laughs> He was like, he's just oh, trying to fit in. <laughs> Harrison just... Smith, he's just trying to fit in. <laughs> I you love the fact, do it. I love the fact you said they've been talking about it in the locker room. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. of course. Everybody, <laughs> everyone's been talking about it. I told you, everyone in the NFL talks about yeah. things. True, true. Chatty, chatty. Blah, 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 chatty Cathy's in there. Did you see this video? Did you see that? Of course they're going to show up. If I would walk up to every Notre Dame Golden Domer <laughs> with that video. Harrison, do you see this? Did you see this? Your guy? It's your boy. Is this your boy? Come get your boy. <laughs> well, well, you Is know, your boy? it's Patrick Peterson. It's Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Sean Bauer, all uh, LSU. So they've, oh, yeah. they've been talking about it. <laughs> yeah, they've been talking about it. It was a family. <laughs>
Anybody else? Harrison Smith is the only Notre Damer. Mm. Let's take a break here. All right, that was fun. We got it in. That was great. We got it in. This is On us. time. Look at us. Love Look at it. us. All right, there's uh, uh, more breaking news. We'll get to it. And then Chris Brock with Sneaky Good Games to, to take you to your weekend here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. This is the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, our friend Bert Kreischer was here on Wednesday, uh, tweeted out, um, you know, uh, late last night, um, his top five comedy movies. And yeah. that has started a whole conversation on Twitter. His list is pretty good. This is good. Caused, you can't it's argue. caused uh, Blazing Saddles to trend. Oh, oh, he didn't have Blazing Saddles. He did not. His list. I, I would have Blazing. Bert's list is great. I would have Blazing Saddles instead of Airplane. He's oh, got Caddyshack, can't. Fletch, Happy Gilmore, Tommy it's Boy, so and Airplane. Good. It's perfect. See, I would have Airplane There's out. Nothing, no. I would have Blazing Airplane in. is. That's a nice old school one, Airplane. Not, I mean, Airplane just, you know, is like, Airplane's there's not so many me, lines. Well, I know you wouldn't, you wouldn't like my comedies anyway. Like, I would have Midnight Run number one. <laughs> and number two, number, number two is The In Laws. The in-laws would be, I mean, that's great. Those, that's one, two of my comedies. But that's not um, fully. You would have to have a Mel Brooks, and, and you have to have a Mel Brooks. And um, have to have Caddyshack. And I, I wouldn't have even. Caddyshack's one no matter what. Happy Gilmore might be out. Maybe one golf movie. Right. Maybe Billy Madison instead of. I, I like Tommy Boy on there. That's a good one. Tommy Boy's amazing. I, I, it was on the other night. Tommy Boy's amazing. I, I mean, the Mel Brooks one. It would have to be either Blazing Saddles. Young Frankenstein. Would Young be Frankenstein hard. is brilliant. It's hard. And history of the world is. But but I also I, I, I as you know I, I always go I always go deep I go deep cut high anxiety yeah is one of the best movies of all time and last time you watched it anybody's a film buff yeah it spoofs all the Hitchcock movies yeah. too it's amazing and so it's like next level. And also the theme, High Anxiety, high anxiety. With, high where, anxiety. where Mel Brooks is singing it's at the amazing. piano. It's amazing. And Madeline Kahn is in it, and she's brilliant. And she, I think she was nominated for an Oscar for the Blazing Saddles role that she played for, as Lily Von Stupp. I mean, Can't beat Blazing Saddles. And I know just in this, today's so day and age, that movie out? that movie would cause a lot of freak out for a lot of people. Oh, please. So, But which one do you pull off? I don't know. Fletch is not. I mean, Fletch no, is great, Fletch but is like Fletch. greatest comedy of all time. Fletch, there's all got. I mean, when was the last time you watched it? Fletch is amazing. Uh, the first Fletch is amazing. Still really funny. I mean, <laughs> the Lakers. But know, well done, Bert. Well I done. Just, I, I, Bert started I like, it off, bro. You know? I don't know why Bert's like coming into my lane, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Coming into my lane. Oh, and I had a lane. Bad. And he's coming into my lane. It's <laughs> nice name. You put him in his place? I mean. Nah, nah, because I can't get this many retweets well, and likes guess, or anything. So I guess it's boom, really Bert's lane, and boom, I'm just. Uh, in it. Bert stepped in the room. Bert's in the room. <laughs> Bert stepped in the room right there. <laughs> Sorry, TJ. It's all good. It's all TJ, good. TJ, we'll get him. I can't get that type of interaction, so, you know, it's fine. <laughs> There's no I in TJ, but there is in Temujin, right? There is, right there. Kreischer. Yeah. Did I say it right? Did I pronounce it? Temujin? Yeah, you're, you're no, how, how do you pronounce your first full name? Temujin. 
Did I get it right? Yeah. <laughs> you got it right, Rich. It sounded so like what he said. said. That's what I said. He was, I didn't, yeah, who said anything? Yeah, he didn't get What? He just went higher register. Okay, Rich, so Brown. Kurt, Kurt, before you do that, Kurt Warner has already texted me that uh, a f- about? about a friend telling him, quote unquote, it's really good, said with pleasant surprise, his movie. Was that you? No. Oh, no, somebody else. else. Somebody else. Oh, they, oh. I think that it reeks of a higher register. Somebody went to him. It's really good. Oh, it's really yeah. good. It's really yeah. good. Folks, when you say <laughs> that to somebody, <laughs> no, some people don't get that their inflection no. can cut deep yep. on friends. When 100%. you see something of and of your friends or your friends suggest you should see something and you go to them, you know what? That was really good. Like that shows your total card in your hand and your that you were holding in your in your hand that you didn't think that this person was going to tell you something was good or you're surprised that it was good hey it's really good no it's really good you're 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 giving up the ghost gotta be careful when you tell your friends seriously so when you tell kurt like i want to make sure like that's a beautiful movie that's just in its own right a beautiful movie and it's, your tone all stayed down it yeah. did and down i just want to make right sure there. and i think they respected my tone respect the, respect tone. the tone that's a name that's, what have we had we've had a good week with our uh our fantasy team that's another, brockman's locked in he wants yeah. to tell me this news i want to i just want to tell you rich we're about to have four he's a newsman rich we're about to have four straight days of nfl games okay Oof. Browns Raiders originally tomorrow is now Monday five Eastern. We got a Monday doubleheader. Is that on NFL Network? Because that was supposed to be exclusively on NFL Network. I would I imagine to... that would stay the same. Wow, I have not seen that, but we do have a Monday doubleheader. Looks like we're about to have a Tuesday doubleheader as well. Tuesday, so they're moving Eagles, Washington. Eagles football team, Seahawks, Rams. Adam Schefter saying expected to be rescheduled for Tuesday. Okay. Can't cancel these games, folks, because if they do, the players will not get paid. So the games are going Don't to get played. The games. You can't They're going the to games. get played. Let them play. The whole idea of what that protocol was. And okay, the whole Jason idea- Lock and Four, as you said, Eagles football team, 7 Eastern Tuesday. So Seahawks Rams will probably be 10 Eastern Tuesday. If I'm not mistaken, the Eagles played a Tuesday game uh, years played, and years uh, ago. Remember that snow game that got pushed back or something like that? Didn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, Years right, right, ago. Right, right, it's not right, the right. first Philly Eagles, uh, Philadelphia Eagles Tuesday game. Well, four straight days of NFL coming at you. Again, the, the rules, and I know the Raiders are probably angry. Uh, but, but those were for unvaccinated no, players. No, but the rules yeah. that were put into place in the summer was pre-Delta, right? No, it wasn't. I got, got Delta. So the rules that came together in the summer were idea that the vaccine... I think I just, I'm just trying to say that Omicron's changed everything, man. This thing is just breaking through all over the place. So you can't sit here and say you've got a whole bunch of unvaccinated players. It's your fault. You're, you're, you know, when they probably diagnose everything and and you got to move it. And we as fans, I think, greatly appreciate it. To be honest with you, if you can move it, do it. Yes. You know, if you're in your fantasy playoffs this week, not, if, not you know, ideal, if, but let's whatever. Let's just say this. Like, let's, you come, up, come up with, if you got 20 on the COVID list and most of them are vaccinated, and it's clearly that you haven't, you know, that you haven't. Rich, you said 20 on the, the COVID thing. list, and I thought it was like a gambling thing. Like no, 20, I know. 20, I know. 20, give me 20 on the COVID. All right. What do you got over there, Chris Brockman, for your sneaky good games? Mr. Brokaw should be, is he Is he at uh, our beck and call as always? Go ahead and hit it. Hit it, please. Hit it, please. Hit it. Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive All right, what do we have over there? All right, I'm on a roller coaster. I'm like 3-0 one week. I'm 0-3 the next what week. What happened last week? And we were 0-3 last week. Dude. Uh, I don't to tell you. So what are you, six back? <laughs> I'm, 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 four, I'm four under 500. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're still playing well. Okay. All right, I'm going back to this well. But you I'm know going- what? You're the one who chooses only three. I have not put any restrictions on you. No, I like a three is a nice round number because you go two and one, you're in the you're in the black that way. All right, well, you know, you know, three is not a round number, really. I mean, I guess it is. 
I'm just talking about for gambling. It's not any for gambling. So give us give five. Give yourself five. Give yourself a shot. Well, there's too much going on with the COVID right now, so All I'm right. just trying to stick to games that are unaffected at the moment. Uh, Cincinnati at Denver. I'm going the total. I like over 44. That seems a little bit low to me. Denver was really able to score some points last week. Uh, at home, and I think Cincinnati comes in and puts some points on the board as well. I like a lot of action in Denver. I am going with a Urban Meyer fired bump for the Jaguars. <laughs> the Urban Meyer fired bump. Yeah. I think Trevor Lawrence throws multiple touchdowns. I think James Robinson gets in the end zone, and I think Jacksonville cruises over Houston at home. The, the coach has been toppled. The coach is out. The statue the is falling. The countryside the is, is the rejoicing. We're, we're, we're rallying and celebrating in the streets. The statue's Okay? Full. And I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to play, so I like Green Bay big in Baltimore. Big. Green Bay might be the best team in the NFL. So you you think Ooh. that they will buy, win by a touchdown in Baltimore this weekend? I think weekend. so, yeah. Baltimore, pass defense, not great. Aaron Rodgers locked in. Okay. The Urban Meyer fired bump. Yeah, let's go. We've had a good week with our fantasy team I mean, names, right? What, what have all, we come up with this week? Just that last one. one. What do you got? What was, what, what was just this week? Well, it Some started words. with Rogers Doppelganger. Rogers Doppelganger, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, yeah. Frank, is that Frank? We need to call. We need to read out, reach out to that guy and see if he will do a regular Tuesday segment with us. What do you think? Do you we think got, he's got something to say? We Show got, us his feet every now and then? We got the yeah, but b- crosshairs. Yeah, but crosshairs. Boosted Blutarski. Uh Napa Valley humor. Green light steroids, eight bullet points of skills. <laughs> we got <laughs> eight bullet points of skills. <laughs> it's amazing how you don't write down the context, and I've already lost some of the context. I, and we I said that this week, yeah, but crosshairs. I don't even know what that was. Yeah. The Blutarski uh, booster. I don't know what that was either. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, that full Blutarski means 0.0. zero. That's what we call it. Yeah. Okay. There's just a few. A long night of indigestion. <laughs> My favorite, though, Peter King's anointing oils is, Anointed. is pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty actually good. great. Who would he say? Who say not to break out the anointing oils for it yet? And it was just know, like but, Peter King's anointing oils. But that one and, and taunting obesity is pretty great. Well, that was uh, Dick Butkus, right? Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Because he came on right after the Bears and the Steelers game where the Bears got the... You know, oh, yeah, the with, with Cassius Marsh. And, yes, Cassius yeah, Marsh yeah, was staring yeah, yeah. down, and he came on the show and was cursing. Yeah, he was so spitting angry about that. And he was coming on because you see the commercials. He was coming on to promote about, you know, uh, trying to fight obesity, and I said that he was essentially taunting obesity by coming on. A lot of good ones for next year. We're already, we're deep. We're, we're, we're going to we're win this title. Deep, we're going to win the title say. and we're going to walk off. Well, we, got away, right? we got a bye week this yeah, we week, got against, a bye week. The, uh, against the rest of the we musicians in the Alice in Chains League. Hope everyone's safe and happy and be careful, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games. We're going to have lots to talk about on Monday. For those checking us out on Peacock, we're back to take you to brother from another in a moment. For those listening on the radio, we'll chat next week.